good afternoon today uh, we will carry forward our discussion on the interdependent model the issue was that any shock which is given in the system leads to the changes in the incomes and in the current account balance and these shocks leads to the changes in current account balance which are sustained even in the interdependent model and this is what we are going to see this set of equations we derived last time here we have two trading partners and dy1 denotes the changes in income for the first country as a function of the expenditures including the changes in the autonomous net exports and it's also a function of the changes in incomes in the second country similarly dy2 the change in income in country 2 is a function of the expenditures including the changes in net exports and the changes in incomes in the first country had it been a model without interdependence in that case in that case a model without interdependence you see that the changes in income is directly related to the expenditures and the autonomous change in net exports which is defined in this manner and the changes in net exports is directly related to autonomous change in net exports and the expenditures now see the difference between the interdependent and the dependent model that if there is an increase in the expenditures it leads to the changes in income through the open economy multiplier but in the interdependent model there is something else which is happening when these expenditures go up they tend to increase not only the incomes in the first country but they also tend to increase the incomes of in the second country because expenditures tend to have an impact on the incomes of both the countries so if incomes in Japan, in us if the expenditures in us go up the incomes in both us and japan goes up and when the incomes in japan goes up their imports go up 
it means us exports go up and when us exports go up it impacts the incomes in the us so in an interdependent economy your open economy multiplier increases you have a larger impact on the incomes now this point is depicted through a diagram uh, if you have the heart if you have collected the notes this is if you look at the handout page 340 you have three lines one is the i1 i1 line the other is the i2 i2 line and the third is the bb line the i1 i1 line is a reflection of this equation where the slope of the i1 i1 curve sorry is m2 divided by s1 plus m1 the i2 i2 curve which has a lower slope is a reflection of this second equation whose slope is given by m1 upon s2 plus m2 there is another line which is bb line which denotes which is a reflection of this bb curve which shows all combinations of us and japanese incomes wherein you have a current account balance in other words when dn is equal to 0 and you have a relationship between incomes of the us and the japan you get the bb curve so if you solve it further you would get minus d1a plus m1 dy1 is equal to m2 dy2 so dy2 is minus 1 by m2 dn1a plus m1 by m2 dy1 is equal to dy2 so your bb curve is a reflection of of this equation now with any equation that you have if there are changes in the autonomous components then you see a shift of the curves and so uh, say for example if there is an increase in expenditures if there is an increase in expenditures the incomes in the first country would go up now this would mean that the i1 i1 curve given the japanese incomes you would see a rightward shift of the i1 i1 curve 
so given given that the incomes of japan remains the same if the expenditures in us goes up then the incomes in the us goes up this means that there will be a rightward shift of the i1 i1 curve if there is a change in say this component which is the autonomous component if there is an increase in this please see what happens the there the income incomes in the us increases again there will be a rightward shift but look what happens to the dy2 curve if dn1a goes up the dy2 term declines so given the incomes dy given dy1 if you see that dy2 has to go down then the i2 i2 curve will shift to the right and then this autonomous component if there is a change in the autonomous component this also brings changes in in the bb curve because if dn1a goes up dy2 terms goes down so the bb curve also shifts to the right given the us incomes so let us see uh, and analyze three uh, at least two cases one is an autonomous increase in us expenditures in a two country world so again you can easily see that if da1a or da1g changes it increases it tends to have an impact on the i1 i1 curve the i1 i1 curve shifts to the right so the new equilibrium point is q dash a movement from q to q dash and this is a point which lies below the bb curve remember the bb curve bb curve is a reflection of this where all points shows the current account balance so here at q dash if it is below the bb curve you would see a current account you would see a current account deficit at q dash let me explain this point you can see from from this equation and also from from the equation uh, model without the interdependence any increase in expenditures tends to raise the incomes but it also tends to have an impact on the current account balance which goes into deficit because as incomes increases the imports go up so you have a current account deficit now even in the interdependent model even if the expenditures go up incomes in both us and japan goes up so increase in japan's income leads to an increase in imports and increase in exports and 
a minor adjustment to the current account balance of the US, which has fallen into the deficit because of the increase in expenditures. So there is a minor adjustment, but still you see a current account deficit because of the initial shocks which, is, which are given. So even in the interdependent model, it's not able to completely wipe out the deficit which is created by an increase in the expenditures. Now, uh, you can see this BB curve, any point which is say above BB curve, you would see that uh, you would have a higher Japanese incomes, higher Japanese incomes would lead to higher imports, higher imports leads to higher exports and therefore any point above the BB curve will be a current account surplus, any point below the BB curve will you will have a current account deficit. So, this diagram shows that two things. One, that if you do not have an interdependent model and there are increase in expenditures, your incomes will increase from Y1 to Y10. Do you see that in the, if, if, you, if you consider uh, changes in expenditures, it tends to have an impact on the US incomes, but US incomes only increase from Y1 to Y10. In an interdependent model, the open economy multiplier becomes larger and therefore the incomes rise from Y1 to Y1 dash, not Y10. And the reason that I explained is that in an interdependent economy, when your expenditures go up, your incomes go up, their, their incomes also go up, when their incomes go up, their imports go up, when their imports go up, our exports go up, when our exports go up, they tend to have an impact on the incomes. So the increase in income is larger in case of an interdependent economy. But as I said, it's not able to completely wipe out the deficit which is created because of the shocks which are given in the economy. Look at the model without interdependence. If DAA plus DAG, if this goes up, it leads to a current account deficit. Because when the expenditures go up, incomes go up, imports go up, when imports go up, your current account falls into deficit. Now bring in another economy, if expenditures go up, your incomes go up, their incomes go up, your exports go up, but that's not able to wipe out the deficit which is created by the increase in the expenditures. Now look at uh, the other handout which is page 342 of the Peter B. Kennan's book. It seems that they are, it's a complicated diagram, but if you are clear on what is the I1, I1 curves equations, the I2, I2 curves equations, and the BB curve equations, you will not have any difficulty in understanding the 
diagrams. Again, there is an I1, I1 curve depicting the first equation, the I2, I2 curve depicting the second equation, which shows relationship between their incomes and our incomes, and you have the BB curve, which shows the current account balance. Now the shock, the shock which is given, yes. In the first case, the I2, I2 will not shift because I1, I1 curve is this, I2, I2 curve is this. So you can see that DA1A and DA1G is not here in the second equation. But when you solve for this, when you solve for this, that means if you are talking of that point Q and Q dash, do you see the point Q and Q dash, that point Q and Q dash in the first handout that is page 340, that's a reflection of those dy1 and dy2. Okay. But if the i1, i1 curve is a reflection of this. Okay, so coming back to See, uh, please recall that uh, for an equation, equation of a straight line, you have A plus BX, right? So if there is a change in A, it means that the curve will shift. And if B changes, right, you move along, along the curve, right? So if this would have changed, then you would have moved along the curve the slope would have changed. But here the intercept changes. Okay? And this doesn't have the, uh, the second equation doesn't have DA1A and DA1G. Okay? Now uh, coming back to this point, an autonomous switch in expenditure from home to foreign goods. Now what do you think will happen to the first equation? Now please see that DN1A term is the autonomous changes in net exports. Now there is a switch in expenditure from home to foreign goods. What do you think will happen to the DN1A term? If there was a switch from foreign to domestic goods, then what would have happened to DN1A term? Instead of liking goods from abroad, if you start liking your own goods, what would have happened to DN1A? It would have increased because your imports would go down. What would have happened if there is a switch in expenditure from home to foreign goods? The DN1A terms goes down. So what do you think will happen to the incomes here? It goes down. So when the incomes, the, the incomes go down, Given that the Japanese incomes remain the same, you would see a leftward shift of the I1-I1 curve. 
and that's what happens the i1 i1 curve shifts leftwards but that's not the end of the story because dn1a term is also present here and when the dn1a term goes down and there is a negative sign here the dy2 term goes up now given dy1 dy2 term goes up so if the dy2 term goes up please see that the i2 i2 curve given the us income it shifts upwards or shift to the left okay and then there is a third thing happening there is also the bb curve equation which has a dn 1a term and when the dn 1a term goes down with a negative sign here the dy2 term goes up so when the dy2 term goes up with a given us income see what happens to the bb curve it also shifts upwards because if you look at this and i will give you the economic reason also but look at this when the dn1a terms goes down when there is a deficit here there uh, so dn1a term goes down here and there is a negative sign here right so so you have a negative sign and this goes down so the change is negative and there is a negative sign here so this goes up so when dy2 goes up with a given level of income y1 is the us income right and dy2 term goes up so the i2 i2 curve shifts up and the economic reason you are already aware that if there is a deficit autonomous change in net exports this goes down it leads to a decline in incomes when this goes down there you have an autonomous increases okay when you have a deficit they have a surplus when they have a surplus their incomes go up that's what happens the dy2 terms goes up but then the initial deficit which is created is not been able to be wiped out even in case of an interdependent economy so you would still see a, a deficit happening because uh, the the new equilibrium point which is q dash lies below the b dash b dash curve so you still see a deficit even in case of the interdependent economy absolutely because this is the curve that we have defined this is the uh, the notation should have had one dn1 this is all dn1 dn1 so we are talking of this okay so that's uh, the point that i was trying to explain that even in the interdependent economy the current account deficit or surplus which is been created because of the shocks is not been able to be wiped out even in case of the interdependent economy so then the question is that 
how do we remove surplus or deficits permanently? Even if the surplus and deficits uh, are uh, not being removed in the interdependent economy, then what do we, what can we do to remove the deficits and surpluses in the balance of payments? So let's discuss the first case. This is again a model without interdependence. So we are back to the one economy world, which is this, where the changes in income is directly related to the expenditures and the autonomous change in net exports. And the current account balance is directly related to autonomous change in net exports and the expenditures. The first shock is an autonomous increase in expenditures in the home country. Now to analyze this, let me define two things which are internal and external balance. There is something like the internal balance, which is the full employment level of output. If the output exceeds the full employment level of output, you see an inflation. If the output falls below the full employment level of output, you would see an unemployment in the economy. So this is one point wherein all people who wish to work, they get employed. You have price stability. But anything beyond this would lead to inflation, anything below this would lead to an unemployment in the economy. This is called the internal balance. And then there is something like the external balance, which, me which means that there is a balance of payment equilibrium. How do we have a balance of payment equilibrium? Please recall that if the sum of the autonomous receipts of foreign exchange is equal to the sum of autonomous payments of foreign exchange, then you have a balance of payment equilibrium. This can also be analyzed if you assume that there is a current account which falls to zero. If the current account is zero, then uh, you can have a balance of payment equilibrium. Current account is zero means the capital account balance is also zero. If the current account balance is zero, the capital account balance will also be zero. So think of the external balance as the balance of payment equilibrium, wherein you do not have any deficit or surplus in the balance of payments. You're back to model without interdependence. And your objective now is to curb any deficit or surplus in the balance of payment. 
Reason being that even if you had a model with interdependence, any shock is not able to curb the deficit or uh, surplus permanently. So we have to do something more in the economy to curve the surplus and deficit. Now see what happens if there's an autonomous increase in expenditures in the home country. How it impacts the internal and the external balance. Given a model without interdependence, you already know that if the expenditures go up, the incomes go up. So your internal balance gets affected. You see an inflation in the economy. But then, the increase in expenditures also tend to deteriorate your current account balance. So you see a deficit in the balance of payment. So you are out of internal balance, you are out of external balance. Point is, what you should do to bring back your um, economy back to internal and external balance. So to answer that, there, uh, the, the answer is to cut back the expenditures, maybe policy-induced expenditures, because that will bring the economy back to internal and external balance. Now, you would appreciate this point if someone, instead of using the expenditure-changing policies, uses the expenditure-switching policy. Now, you've already seen that when this happens, the incomes go up and there is a deficit in the balance of payments. And if there is a novice who is sitting in the, the ministry and he has with him an instrument which is uh, a way to switch expenditure to, to curb the deficit, see what happens. If he, if he, if he, if he, he only focuses on the external part, and he wants to curb the deficit in the balance of payment, he will switch expenditure from foreign to home goods. Isn't it? So when you do that, you can take care of the deficit in balance of payment. But never realizing when you switch your expenditure from foreign to domestic good, see what happens to the DN1A term. When there's a switch from foreign to domestic good, your DN1A term goes up. Your incomes go up. Your incomes had already increased before, beforehand because of the shock. So you achieve external balance, but you move further away from your internal balance. Okay. So expenditure switching policies is, are not the right policies in case there is an autonomous increase in expenditures. Only expenditure changing policies are appropriate from national point of view to bring back your, your economy back to equilibrium. That is, you, should, you achieve internal and external balance. Again, if there is a novice who is sitting and he wants to take care of the increase in incomes, what do you think he can do to, to curb that increase in incomes. If the instrument that he has with him is to switch expenditures, how can he take care of the increase in incomes?
he can take care of the increase in incomes if he concentrates on this term and if this term goes down it would lead to a decline in income and how is this possible how can the dna term go down if there is a switch in expenditure from home to foreign goods then only dna term would go down so when this goes down he feels relieved that at least he has taken care of the changes in income but when this goes down it would further lead to a deficit in the balance of payment you move further away from your external balance so the message is that if there is an autonomous increase or decrease in expenditure you adopt expenditure changing policies to take care of your internal and external balance second an autonomous switch in expenditures from home to foreign country now you know what will be the impact if there's a autonomous switch in expenditures from home to foreign country like if an indian starts liking goods coming from abroad so what will happen is that it will have an impact on the dna term this would go down incomes would go down so you have incomes going down and you have a deficit in the balance of payments what do you think should be the appropriate policy to take care of the switch of the switch in expenditures which has taken which has taken place from home to foreign country what should the policy maker do to achieve internal and external balance should they adopt expenditure changing policies or should they adopt expenditure switching policies so and to answer that if there is a switch in expenditure you adopt the expenditure switching policies you sh shift back from foreign to home goods so if you switch your expenditure from foreign to home goods you can see that you can bring your economy back to equilibrium your internal and external balance can be brought back to the equilibrium again think of a novice who is sitting in the ministry instead of using the expenditure switching policy he focuses on expenditure changing policy there is an income decline he wants to take care of this internal balance what will he do he says he sees a decline in the incomes so the option if if he has an instrument which is expenditure changing policy he would increase the expenditures in the economy because he knows that if the expenditures go up the incomes go up so he can take care of the internal ba balance but never realizing that when the expenditures go up this you have a current account deficit you move away from your external balance you may achieve internal balance you but you you move away from your external balance 
again if it uses the expenditure changing policies to take care of the deficit then he will reduce his expenditures when he reduces his expenditures he may be able to take care of the balance of payments but when it comes to the internal balance as soon as he decreases the expenditures his incomes go down further he moves away from the internal balance so the message is that if you have to permanently deal with deficit and surplus in an economy without interdependence if there's an autonomous increase or decrease in expenditures you adopt expenditure changing policies to bring back your economy back to internal and external balance and if there is autonomous switch in expenditures you switch back your expenditures to bring back your economy into internal and external balance in the next class we will see that how you switch your expenditures in fact when you depreciate your economy you switch your expenditure from foreign to domestic goods because your imported price goes up in terms of indian rupees your export price in terms of the foreign currency goes down so you switch you switch your expenditure from foreign to domestic goods and when you appreciate your currency you switch your expenditures from domestic to foreign goods because your import prices goes down your export prices increases in terms of foreign currency so you switch your expenditure from domestic to foreign goods and that we will see in the in the in the next few lectures i will end up with a little complicated case of a model wherein you have interdependence and then you have an objective of how to achieve the internal and external balance so you have model with interdependence and again a shock comes the shock is an autonomous increase in expenditures in the home country so it's a little bit complicated case because it's complicated because here the home country decides to do nothing you already know that when there is an autonomous increase in expenditure the appropriate policy from both national and global point of view is to decrease the expenditures in the home country now when i say appropriate policy from national and global point of view i am bringing in what happens in the foreign country now remember when there is an autonomous increase in expenditures in the home country incomes in us goes up there is a deficit in the current account balance in us but there is something which happens in japan also in japan because the expenditures have gone up incomes in japan go up and because there is a deficit in the us there will be a surplus in japan this is the entire effect of an autonomous increase in expenditures so both countries move out of their internal and external balance 
So when I say the appropriate policy from national and global point of view would be again the same that if there is an autonomous increase in expenditures, you reduce your expenditures. When you reduce your expenditures, your incomes go down, deficit comes back to equilibrium, their incomes go down, the surplus is cur curbed because when the deficit becomes zero in the US, the surplus also becomes zero in Japan. So the appropriate policy is again expenditure changing policies in the uh, when you have an autonomous increase in expenditures in the home country. Again think of this person who does not know this rule, does not know the optimal pairing of the instruments with the targets and he tries to use the exchange rates, the changes in exchange rates to either look at the deficit in the US or look at the uh, ways and means to counter the increase in incomes. Now if there is a deficit in the US, he will switch expenditure from foreign to domestic goods. Okay. So what happens if he depreciates his currency in the hope that he curbs the deficit in the balance of payments? What do you think will happen? He will be able to curb the deficit because he has switched expenditure from foreign to domestic goods, but that has an impact on the incomes because as DN1A when he um, when he switches his expenditure from foreign to domestic goods the incomes in the economy go up when the incomes go up when the incomes go up you move further away from your internal balance What do you think will happen in Japan if there is an autonomous switch in expenditure here from foreign to domestic goods? So deficit can be taken care here and so will be the surplus there. But then what will happen to the, to the incomes if this improves, right? If this DNA term improves, incomes go up. But when DNA terms improve, it deteriorates there. So the incomes there goes down and this is also taken care. Okay. A switch in expenditures will not be able to take care of the internal and the external balance in the, in the US economy. So the appropriate policy is the expenditure changing policies. Quickly on the second point, again
So what will happen if there is an a switch in expenditure from home to foreign country? What do you think will happen in the economy? There is a deficit in the balance of payment, absolutely right. And when there is a def deficit, remember the incomes in the US goes down. So the appropriate policy in this case is to switch back your expenditure from foreign to home goods, right? And say, for example, if uh, US decides to do nothing, so remember, when you move your expenditures from foreign to home goods, you are depreciating your currency. But the others, when you depreciate, they appreciate. So either you can depreciate your currency or if you don't want to do anything, you, you would expect that the other country would appreciate their currency to bring back the economy back to equilibrium. So the appropriate policy is switching back. What would have happened if he had adopted expenditure changing policies? Now there is a deficit here and the incomes have come down. What would have happened if he wants to take care of the deficit? If he wants to take care of the deficit, he would reduce expenditures. This will take care of the deficit, but again when you reduce expenditures, your incomes would go down. What would have happened if he had taken, if he wants to take care of the decline in the US incomes? He would increase expenditures. But increasing expenditures would mean again a deficit in the balance of payment of this country. Now, I want you to understand the this point that when he increases expenditures, please think what happens in Japan. When he increases expenditure here to take care of the internal balance, it leads to a deficit here. But think what happens in Japan. In Japan, because of the increase in expenditures, their incomes go up. Right? And when their incomes go up, see what happens to the, the surplus which is created because of this shock. When the incomes go up, the imports go up, so their surplus gets reduced. So this policy of the US which is which is increasing expenditure can take care of your internal balance but not the deficit. It is altruistic in the sense that it takes care of both internal and external balance in Japan because the increase in expenditure <coughs> increases incomes there and it also takes care of the the surplus 
which was created because of the deficit in the in the balance of payments so this is this is a case where your policy is altruistic it's not good for you but it's good for japan okay so uh, all this which uh, what i'm saying can be analyzed through the equations i want you to go back and then have a look and read the 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 relevant chapter along with uh, what's there in the appendix because all the equations are there in the appendix so we stop here and then we will move to the other chapter on capital account and the elasticity approach to balance of payment in the next class thank you